Welcome to It's a Good Life podcast. For the month of November, we're bringing you something different. It's called a quick cut, and it's a short, high-impact episode every Tuesday. But don't worry, on Thursdays, you can tune into the full, in-depth conversation. We hope you enjoy it. Well, the top of the morning to you, and welcome to It's a Good Life. Uh, today, we have a very special guest for you. His name is Damon West. Damon was a Division One quarterback playing in North Texas. He ended up suffering a career-ending injury, spent a number of years in a number of different careers, and one day he got exposed to a drug called methamphetamine, and Damon became instantly hooked, eventually receiving a 60 60- five-year prison sentence for a man in his early 30s. He meets a mentor named Jackson who introduced him to a concept called the coffee bean. Damon experiences a personal and spiritual transformation, ultimately gets released from prison after seven years. And what a transformation it's been. Today, he's a professor of criminal justice. He's a best-selling author, including The Coffee Bean, who he wrote with our good friend John Gordon. So excited to have you on the show today. Thanks for joining us. Brian, thanks so much for having me, man. And look, your team has been incredible. I, I do a lot of podcasts, and you don't always find a team that is that attentive to detail and really cares about you know how you're doing in your space about being here. Those guys were great. They worked with me really well. So you, your culture is incredible already. I just met you, and I know your culture. Well, great. I appreciate it. You know, we're in the coaching business, and I, I, a coach by definition is not just a, a vehicle back in the 1700s, but it was designed to take a person from one place to the other. And your life went from one place to the other. Let's Let's dive right in. Let's give our audience a, a quick overview from your perspective of your story, and I know it's going to inspire and help so many people here today. On July 30th, 2008, I'm sitting there alone with my dope dealer, and I'm telling him that he needs to get out of the apartment that we're in, that the cops are on to me. They're closing in on me. My partner in crime, Dustin, had just been picked up 10 days before in a stolen car, so I know he's going to snitch me off. I know it's just a matter of time before they get to me. And Brian, I'm telling you, just as I pass the pipe back to Tex, the window on my right blows out and shatters. And then tumbling across the living room floor is a little canister going end over end, and it's smoking on one side. And Brian, I've seen this movie before. I know what this canister is about to do. And I tried to get out of the living room as fast as I could, but it was too late. Boom. It blows up in my face. The flashbang grenade blows up. And when I came to, when I can see and hear again, there's a cop standing over me in full SWAT riot gear. His boot is on my chest. The barrel of an assault rifle is digging in my eye socket. And this cop is screaming at the top of his lungs, don't move, don't move. When I got arrested that day, July 30, 2008, um, I thought it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. And this mindset that I have and the coffee bean mindset, I look at adversity now and I look for the opportunity in it. And when I look back on July 30, 2008, I realized that what that wasn't just the day I was arrested. That was the day I was rescued. Mm. I truly believe that God sent a SWAT team to get me out of there mm. that day. But there was a man that I ran into in Dallas County Jail. I was waiting for the prison bus to come pick me up to go serve my life sentence in prison. And this older black man named Mr. Jackson, older Muslim guy named Mr. Jackson, always had a smile on his face. And he would always come try to talk to me and pick me up during the, one of the most darkest and down times of my life. And one day he comes up to me and he's reminded me that I made this promise to my parents. He said, but here's how you're going to keep the promise to your parents. Imagine prison as a pot of boiling water. And he said, you're going to have three choices in this pot of boiling water of what you want to become in this life. He told me I could become like a carrot. The carrot goes in hard, but becomes soft, mushy, weak. I could choose to be like the egg. The egg that goes in with the hard outer shell that protects it physically in a soft liquid core. But in that boiling water, the soft liquid core becomes hardened. Your heart becomes hardened. Or 
you could choose to be a coffee bean because a coffee bean in the pot of boiling water changes the water to coffee. Mm. It is the change agent. He said, it's the only thing that will change the water. And so he said, if you want to be someone your parents recognize when you get out, you have to be a coffee bean. And Brian, I remember how I felt that day that he told me the allegory of the coffee bean. I'm like, I could get, I could wrap my brain around that. I do have three choices of what I'm going to be. I show people through my story, through the coffee bean, that it doesn't matter what the situation in life, no matter where you are in your life, the power is inside you to change the environment around you. But you have to change inside you first. Mm-hmm. And once that happens, then once you believe in yourself, then other people can believe in you too. But you have to believe in yourself. You know, for so many people, they're on a pattern. They're in a rush with their business, with their marriage, with their finances, with their health, with their weight, with drinking, with bad habits or whatever, poor business decisions, poor business habits. And they know that they've set goals. They listen to podcasts. They buy motivational books. They've heard speeches. And you just say, hey, I just started to work on myself. What is it that started you making the change? You said, I went to work on myself. What is it that started you doing that? And what did you do to start changing? The thing I had to do first, I had to begin my day in gratitude. I I woke up and I was grateful for the opportunity to take another bite of the apple of life. No matter where you are in life, you have grad, you have the ability to be, be grateful for something. Addicts give up goals to meet behaviors. Driven people, focused people, successful people, people like the way you want to coach on with your platform, they give up behaviors to meet goals. And that's what I had to do day by day. I had to figure out the right belief systems and change my bad belief systems to good ones. And now I'm useful again because I'm looking for ways to serve other people. And that was really the big secret sauce is finding out how to serve others. So how does the coffee bean, you know, change the water all around him uh, in an environment like that? Jackson told me this in county jail. He said, you either infect a room when you walk into it with your negative energy or you affect the room with your positive energy. So Mm -hmm. I try to have a positive effect everywhere I went. And Mm -hmm. so these men that were trying to better themselves through education, I tutored them. I tutored everybody that I could in there. Mm. And that's one of the things the parole board, the wardens, they saw that everywhere I went, the energy changed. Mm. And that's the whole power of my story, Brian. If I could do it in there, then you can do it out here. Imagine a world where everybody went around with this positive mindset of being a coffee bean. That has helped me now in life with where I am because what prison gave me, what my hardship gave me was perspective. Mm. Perspective of what a bad day looks like. We all have perspective in life, Brian, but sometimes we forget to apply it. Every day that I wake up, Brian, and my feet don't hit the cold concrete floor of the prison cell, I'm having a good day now. So let's talk about that a little bit. And again, the reason I love the how-tos, we have a how-to audience. One of the dynamics I've seen in coaching people is, you know, we, we help people. They're, they're in a bad state with their finances. They own a lot of debt. They got problems at home. They've lost their confidence. We help them change their business. We put fundamentals in place. And the next thing you know, they're making lots of money. They're doing real well. But sometimes the dynamic is to turn back to where they were. How did you make that change? Because it's a drastic change to go from the prison to free life again. When I got out of prison, I, I knew I wanted to share this story. And, and my dad, you know, my dad was a journalist for 50 years. He was a sports writer. And he told me, he mm. said, listen, if you're going to go around telling your story, you're going to have to own every part of your story. Mm. Own it. Complete ownership. No excuses, Damon. But when you own your past, you don't become a, you're no longer a slave to your past. When you mm. own your past... You can write a better future. And so that's what I did. I own my, my story. But here's the deal. 
my life completely changed in the summer of 2019 when John Gordon and I released mm. the book, The Coffee Bean, uh, exactly 10 years after I first heard the story of The Coffee Bean from Mr. Jackson. And I think that's a great lesson. And you have a whole lot more to share. And we're going to get to that and, and expose you to our audiences in many, many ways. I hope they get a chance to get a hold of this book. Um, it's a magnificent story. You're, you're living a fabulous life. And, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you some questions here in a minute. One of the questions we always ask people is, what's your favorite movie? And nine out of ten interviews, no matter who they are, will say the Shawshank Redemption. But I never actually met someone who was Andy Dufresne. And today it sounds like you're living in Sewantaneo. Not perfect. It's, uh, it's every day's, you know, a challenge. You're still on probation. You still have uh, those kinds of things. But I would say this. Um, the hope that change is possible is what we all want. And uh, those of us who even have made changes in our life, we need to make more. And uh, the fact that change is possible, the fact that there's steps to do it, it's a mindset. It affects the heart. It affects the hands. It affects the spirit. And, uh, you know, you're a great, a great example of all that. Uh, service work is what, is what it's all about. Servant yep. leadership. Be a servant to other people. Look for ways to enrich the lives of people. That's beautiful. Uh, last, last but not least, what's, what does a good life mean to Damon West? Oh, man. A good life for me is, Brian, I, I get a chance every day to go out there and positively impact the world, to take mm. what was once uh, a life that, that was not worth living and, and show what, what people are capable of doing. Every day that I wake up and I'm sober and I get to live in God's purpose, that's a good life for me. I just know right now there's an awful lot of people who've listened to this today who've been blessed. Uh, I think anyone listening to the day, this day is going to run out and get it for themselves and probably a family member for Christmas um, because we all need to be a coffee bean. We all want to change. We need to get in the hot water and then be the flavor, be the flavor. And so you've certainly done that. Been a blessing today, Damon. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us and everyone on this audience today. And uh, yes, certainly hope to have you at some of our conferences here in the future because people are going to want to hear more. I would love to, Brian. Thank you for the opportunity to be useful today. That's what I told the lady from parole, and you allowed me to be useful by reaching out to your audience today. Thank you so much. Brilliant. Well, we hope you enjoyed this short episode today. Let us know your thoughts. Fire us an email at podcast at itsagoodlife.com. And don't miss the full episode airing this Thursday. In the meantime, here's Brian's mum, Therese, with our favorite farewell message. May the road rise up to meet you. And may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time.